Welcome back to my Fluent Podcast. I am Daniel. This is the first episode of a new themed series, which I call the Brave 85. Why Brave 85? I'm going to explain it to you. Recently, Luke from Luke's English Podcast launched a sort of a competition and the listeners of Luke's English Podcast, by the way, they are called Labsters, basically got the chance to send in an audio recording in which they were meant to convince the audience to vote for them. The competition is called Lab, which stands for Why Should I Be on Luke's English Podcast? So they should tell their story or basically anything they wanted, but of course it had to be as interesting as possible and it was a way to come out of their comfort zone and just use their English language. Alright, the winner could be part of Luke's English podcast and get interviewed by him. And then in fact it was finally the host, Luke himself, who decided which participant passed the first round. There were 101 participants who have sent in their audio messages and 85 of them didn't make it to the next round. Hence the name of this series, The Brave 85. So Luke published all the recordings of The Brave 85 and he gave a feedback to every single one of them. <laughs> you will find the link in my show notes. And yes, it would be a shame not to try to to reach out to to these 85 and give them the chance to tell their story and for Luke it was just too difficult to <laughs> to make an interview with 85 well we can all understand that and when i was listening to the brave 85 there was a call for help from Luke in between someone someone start a podcast and interview all of these people Okay, there's a whole list of people just there, guests with interesting things to say. Or maybe someone who's already got a podcast. Interview these people, please. So that is actually the background of this new series. Now let's get started with Alvaro. And I'm going to show you which stories he wants to tackle on. And I have to say it's actually great how Luke is offering us this unique opportunity to tell our stories. Well, uh, basically, I would like to share with you all three inspiring personal stories. Okay, so my first story is about how I overcame my stuttering thanks to uh, thanks to the English I picked up in Northern Ireland and Ireland and Scotland back in the eighties and nineties. Hmm? Would you like to know? Would you like to know the secrets? Good. <clears throat> Now, my, my second story is about my professional retraining and, well, it's uh, basically how I started my career as an architect and how I managed to become an English teacher. And uh, finally, uh, my last story is about how I raised my two children to be uh, bilingual-ish. So, in a minute, the interview will begin. Sorry for the long introduction, but I just wanted to make sure that you understand the background of this themed series. So, Alvaro has a lovely Instagram account in which he teaches English through short so-called one-minute pills. And especially if you are a Spanish speaker, you will like it. I love it. It's really great. So the name is McCurtain. I will put the link on my show notes. He has also a YouTube channel, and which is much bigger. And the channel will also help you to learn English. The channel is called McCurtain's Pills. But now, without any further ado, let's get started. First of all, I would like to tell you how... Please to, I don't know, just to be part of your project, okay? You can imagine how glad I was when Luke just uh, sent me a message just <laughs> telling me about your story, about your project and all that. And, and that's really good. I don't know, I like to collaborate with people, you know, we're all part of the same English story and perfect. I'm all yours uh, and I'll be your slave for one hour. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is really great. I am really thrilled and I also want to thank you for having the guts 
to reach out to Luke by sending your audio snippet. And you're no longer considered to be a ninja lobster, I guess. <laughs> or what do you say? I am. I am the biggest ninja lobster in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I like to just to be like hidden, you know, then I, I promote Luke a lot. I really devoted to this man you know i mean to his project and all that but uh, yeah i'm a ninja i'm proud to be a ninja (laughs) so alvaro would you please introduce yourself for our listeners and say where you come from and what level of english you have maybe okay well my name is alvaro a-l-v-a-r-o but my say my nickname is mark corton okay that's the name that i have in social media and all that it comes from a friend of mine, you know, just gave me that name after I returned from Scotland. So my surname is Cortina, which is Corton in English. And then he called me, he starts to call me my Corton. And that's my name. Okay. But, you know, I'm Spanish. I'm from Spain, from Madrid, actually. Do I have to say my age? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, the thing is that, uh, yeah, I think I, I mean, I'm 21 or 22 years old. I don't remember quite well. But, but <laughs> one thing that you have to say is for how many years have you been listening to Luke's English podcast? Well, as far as I know, I, I started with my, when I used to take my, my son to the park. Now my son is 10 years old. Oh, cool. So, you know, so nice. it will be, I don't know, maybe nine years old. Yeah, I'm one of the old, old, old listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember, I picture myself in the park just uh, just sitting down on a bench, you know, and then listening to this guy with all these stories and all that. So I, um, yeah, I don't know, eight years, nine, I don't know, just <laughs> somewhere there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one of the brave 85 who unfortunately did not get picked for the second round. But lucky for us now, because you are here on my Fluent Podcast, and I am really thankful for that. I am wondering, were you disappointed that you couldn't make it to the second round, Alvaro? Um, I mean, to be honest, I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's face it. That was something big for me, you know, that thing. And... uh, but, 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 you know, but I'm not the sort of person who, you know, just complains about that and just uh, suffer for that. No, I mean, it's just life goes on and that's it. That means that uh, look for that other people who are more interested that's it. And I still think that my stories are interesting for people. That's okay. I mean, just life goes on. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe in the future. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But did you listen to the feedback that Luke gave to your snippet audio snippet. I did, I did. He said something like... This was a really strong entry, uh, brilliant. Um, Also, you've done really, really well. And then Luke said something like... Damn it, 16. It had to be 16, and I guess everyone's going to be like, but why these 16? It's really, really hard in some cases. All right, okay, fine. And he rambled on and yeah, but, but he thought this was really a, a great entry. So you can be proud of, I think. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, you're right, Daniel. I mean, he said that it's, and, it's, and it's funny just to get these few words, these few lines from him, how happy uh, can a person just be with that, you know, I mean, and, and that was good. It was really good that he had a few words, not for me, but for the rest of the people and, and. Mm. And that was all, you know, then just life continues and, and you never know. I mean, you never know. Actually, you're a young, you know, with you. So for some reason, you found it interesting. He found it interesting. I don't know. Just Have you listened the to the Brave 85, to the video uh, he, he uploaded? Well... I have to say, I have to say that I started to listen, but uh, but not really. I mean, the answer is no. Why? Because I'm just with other episodes of this um, podcast. I had some pending good episodes on, yeah, on my back, course. you know. So I said, of course, I will listen to them, you know. But but now I was. He produced a lot, a lot of content. Then I am also, of course, an, uh, a premium subscriber, and 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 there is lots of stuff, you know, lots of painting stuff there. And and not yet, okay? I will, of course, of course I will. 
Well, there were about 101 participants for the competition, opposed to maybe thousands of listeners from all over the world who didn't participate. And according to Luke's website, his podcast has been downloaded over 60 million times. This is incredible. What do you think, Alvaro? Why are there so many ninjas out there not stepping out from their comfort zone? I don't know. I mean, I can tell in my case, I I just feel very comfortable just being like this you know i'm i'm not the kind of person who participates i know that i really support i don't know i, I mean uh, i'm a teacher you know and i and then part of my with certain only with certain students part of the method is just to listen to this guy i mean i strongly support him you know okay but it's right from the shade you know in the shadows i mean um but, uh, but yeah, then there are people that, that they have free time to do that or they like to do that. Good. I do it in a different way, you know. Yeah, sure. I do it indirectly. So many of the Spanish listeners, a lot of them are, I am behind these listeners, you know. So I am encouraging them just to just to listen to this person. So, so do you promote Luke's podcast? A lot. A lot. Students? A, a lot. A lot, to certain students, yeah. to certain students, you know, I mean, you need to, you need to acquire, you need to have a certain level of English. If not, yeah. uh, you will probably get lost and all that. But, but uh, for the people that, that really want to give, you know, a big boost, a big push to their English, that's, that, that's for sure. I mean, it's just, uh, I say it again, it's just part of my method. I mean, it's just the listening part, the listening part. You can listen to me, you can listen to my English, but come on, you need to listen to the number one. I mean, not... Not, you know, not a gray zone, black or white. So then he's the one. I'm so proud to be one of the first listeners. And that's it. And it's just part of my family. It's just actually where just me and my wife and my two kids. And look, I mean, it's just so I just uh, listen to him while I'm doing the gardening or then when I'm doing other things. I put my bottle my, on my, um, uh, in my back pocket of my jeans and then it just follows me. So his voice, yeah, yeah, you know. I, I know is, what you mean. Is, it's yeah. incredible because he has become in a way, part of the family, because we know Luke, but Luke doesn't know us. It's, it's, know. it's a bit strange. And, yeah, yeah. and I was also wondering, because in, in this competition, there were a lot of English teachers as well participating. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was wondering, or I, I wanted to ask you, so why do you still listen to Luke? Because you are a, an English teacher and but you gave the answer before because he is like family you know because you just like to listen to him but maybe he's also an inspiration to you for for your teaching lessons or or can you say something about that and yeah in, or, or in, well, why, why do you think I, that there are so many english teachers listening to an english podcast to an english learning yeah podcast? well i think that if um, i mean in a way, if you want to, you know, just to maintain your English, because I mean, always the people that I'm always speak to in my classes, their level is obviously slower than mine. And then I don't have, fortunately, I don't have relatives, you know, in Ireland or in Scotland, these are the places where I picked up my English. I don't have, I have friends there, but I don't have the opportunity to go there with my family and all that. So I need to, I, I need to improve my English. You, you need to listen to the good ones. And if I listen to my students, then just my English will, I don't know, plummet. It would just go gradually downwards. So then by listening to Luke, you know, then the, 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 this, his level is, it's not good, his level is just simply perfect. So then you you are, you know, you're just keeping the pace. You, you are, uh, you don't talk, you don't speak, right? But then you listen. And I always say, and I always say, if you want to learn how to speak English, if you want to speak English, you need to listen to. If you want to speak English, you don't need to speak. Yeah, that makes sense. If you want to speak English, you need to listen to English. That is absolutely essential. So if you want to improve your English, just listen and listen and listen and listen to English. And, and it's not only Luke, it's his family. I simply, I'm in love with his father. You know, I mean, with Rick, Rick Thompson, report with the mother. With James, I don't know. I just know the dumb family, his mm. friends, his old friends, newcomers. <laughs> so it's just part of, I'm not a fan, like desperate Beatles fans, you know, no, no, but it's just, I love it. I yeah. enjoy it and I love it. 
Why do teachers want to do that? I guess that it's just because in my case, you need to you need to maintain your English. You need to, you know, you need to just choose always the yeah. best in your life. And I'm, I'm saying, who is the best here? Come on, just let's face it. It's just this class. <laughs> just, okay, I'm a subscriber, you know, I give him part of the money. Perfect. Yeah, sure. So we are super curious and eager to know about your secrets or personal stories, but we will listen to that in a minute because I have a few more questions first about about Luke. So do you remember the very first episode that you listened to Luke's English podcast? No, 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 no. I mean, if I'm, to be honest, uh, no, 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 because I... There were just too, too many episodes that you listened, so... Yeah, 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 but yeah, maybe uh, I don't know. I can say I can tell you that one of the first episodes that I liked was about stories of his uh, trips. You know, I mean, I like that. I especially, I I especially remember a very good one, and I encourage people they are listening to me now to go for this episode. I don't know if it's the first part or the second part of his trip to Indonesia. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't remember if it's the first part or the second part. So the second part, I'm not going to tell the end of the story. Okay, I'm not going to spoil this story. But it's just he and his girlfriend just um, stepping into a boat, and and it was crowded with people. There was there were lots of people in the boat, you know. And then they were having just some difficulties. That episode was great. Then I remember the Pingarilla story, which is as stupid as great. It's really good. The Pingarilla story. Yeah, this this big gorilla chasing him this, all over the planet and all that. This is this is cool because I had a, a conversation yesterday, also with a guy from Spain, and 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 he also told me that the story with the pink gorilla was the best. So this must I don't know. Really I, great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to be to be honest, I might know that person from Spain. I don't know, but to be honest, these are the two stories that I encouraged most. Sure. And and then uh, so then so I don't know maybe but yeah but then and then the Rick Thompson report is really good. I mean it's a very good way. He's a wise man, and if you want to get to know about what's going on in Britain, Brexit, the Scottish uh, referendum, uh, anything, just just by listening to his father, it's really good. He updates the I don't know. He gives you he gives you just very good updates and. It's really good. I love him. The mother, you know, with the books yeah. and all that. Anyway. So, and and um, now a specific question. I'm wondering if you have any method how to get the best out of Luke's English podcast. I mean, do you just yeah. recommend just to listen or, or do we have to do something? Um, you have to do something else. Yeah, you have to do you, you need to, you need, obviously, I think it's just to listen to this, to Luke. But how... Do you, how do I think that you should listen to him? This is my, um, Daniel, in a day we all have what I call dead moments, okay? Moments that are silly moments, moments that are, that you're doing your stuff unconsciously, that you don't need to think, you know? My dead moments during the day is just when I'm doing some workout during the morning, I just I'm doing some planks on early in the morning, or if I'm making the bed, or if I'm shaving, or if I'm having breakfast alone. Moments that you don't need to think. And these moments, is, I call them dead moments. Dead, you know, just, just mm -hmm. there is nothing interesting around. Listen to Luke. In this, listen to Luke or listen to whatever you want, you know. But these moments are um, while you are doing other activities, other chores, uh, housework, whatever. Listen to him while you're doing other things. Because face it, let's face it, there is no time to say, okay, now I'm going to listen to Luke. I've done all my, you know, all my stuff, all my housework, and now I'm going to listen to. No, sorry, that moment doesn't exist. You will be procrastinating this for days and days. So that moment is while you are doing other things. Are you having lunch alone? Okay, play Luke. Don't listen to the radio. It's always the same stuff, <laughs> politicians. It's all boring. Don't listen to music. I listen to music when I do Northern Walking. That's, I listen to rock music, music and all that. But it's just, it's just if I'm doing Nordic walking. But if I'm at home just doing all these things, that's the perfect moment. And that's the moment when you take advantage of these moments. That's, otherwise, they would be, you know, just doing nothing. 
that's why it's this combination. Okay. Dead moments, silly moments, and great. Look, in my case. Okay, so and now let's head over to the actual topics that you wanted to share with the lapsters. And now you are going to share it here on my film podcast because you have really great and interesting topics. And the first one was how you overcame stuttering. I wanted to say that in my case, I also stutter from time to time, wow. also in, in my mother tongue. And it has different reasons, but I can't put exactly the finger on it. Why? But I guess when I am very nervous or so, or when I'm not feeling comfortable, then I begin to stutter. There are, I guess, different stages or levels of stuttering. Maybe you could also explain about that because I, I don't know very much about stuttering, to be honest. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, well, I think I think this is an an interesting issue. Not because I know a little bit about that. No, it's just because some people are suffering from this, and this is the kind of thing that people don't i don't know they don't feel comfortable just sharing these um i don't know this kind of i don't know if you call it a disorder or you don't feel comfortable it's not nice so just to just people remain quiet and all that and i like just to flag it up and then say let's talk about this you know whoever wants to listen to this so in my case obviously when you get nervous if you get nervous well first of all there are several levels of uh, uh stuttering okay there are several levels okay Mild, mild was a mild level, okay, but enough to be uncomfortable and, and enough not to be able to speak in public and all that, okay? I would, I would mm. panic if I had to speak in public. If I had, not now, but if I had, I would definitely panic. Um, things that the, the whole thing started just when I was 13 years old. When I was 13 years old, my parents decided to send me to Northern Ireland, okay? And um, so I so I went there, you know, 13 years old. My English was null. It was just horrible, terrible, a disaster. And, you know, just stuttering here. I didn't feel comfortable at school. You don't feel, I don't know, you don't find your place in a way. So then I, I went to Northern Ireland. And then I found out that I could start from scratch, you know, that I could start, that I didn't have a past, you know, that, that just people, I was just myself you know just people and um and then you know and this is all speech therapists know about this if you sting you cannot um uh, stutter you cannot if you sing oh yeah i have heard about that yeah <laughs> if you sing yeah 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 try it uh listeners dear listeners if you some of you are stutters and all that try to sing and you will never stutter as far as i know okay as far as i know so the thing is that in Northern Ireland, I don't know if you've ever been there or if you know the accent, the accent there is very melodic. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's very, let's say, I'm going to do some, you know, because now it's all rusty and all that. Place. Hello, um, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, well, now my accent is a mix of Scottish and Irish. So, But now it's, hey, are you planning to go there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like to go there with you. I, I love Why that. I love that pretty much. How, yeah, how you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I like to imitate things. I like, and then that's the accent that you can't. Mm. Remember that my English was absolutely null. It was really bad. Then that's the first accent. And then I felt myself like singing, singing. Yeah. So all you have <laughs> is just to imitate this, the melody and all that. And I was just like singing. Now my Northern Irish accent is terrible. I know that. Sorry for listeners from there but uh, but it's like that i mean and so when i returned to spain i started to stutter again oh really so okay yeah i took the plane i took the plane to ireland and the stuttering is all gone but how many years I, uh, passed oh only two months only two, only two months okay. yeah 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 a long summer yeah only two months and then back to school back to spain back to your past mm -hmm. back to normality back to that and then stuttering, you know, comes again. Then next summer, again, back to Northern Ireland. All the stuttering is gone. Again, fly back to Spain, you know, and so on. And then there was a moment that I, that, that my parents, that uh, then I started to go to Ireland, okay, just to the south, to the south, to the Republic of Ireland. 
And then for summers, you know, three months every summer when I was 15 years old, 16, 17, 18 years old. And it was all the same, Daniel. It was, you go to Ireland, personal, not the personality changes, but your accent changes. It's very melodic. It's very, and then back to Spain and then same routine. You must have hated it when you came back to Spain. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's not really hate, you know, but it's, it's just a family and all that. But then, so that's, that is when you start to become bilingual. Bilingual, in a way, it's not bilingual. I don't like to say bilingual, bicultural. I love that word, bicultural. I mean, if you want to speak good English, don't use Spanish food. If you want to speak good English, dress like them. If you want to speak good English, just listen to their music. And so you yeah, become yeah. bicultural. And here in Spain, I was writing letters, not every day, but three, three or four times every week to my friends there, you know, your first girlfriend, your first kiss, your first thing was there in Ireland. And then, so in your mind is the, there was this fight, you know, between Spanish stuttering, English, let's say perfect in a way. And, um, and then finally, I, I, I just have English in my head all the time, music and all that. And the stuttering, you know, that start, I started to gain confidence. Confidence is very important. Confidence, confidence. One of the worst things you can have if you're starting your life is if you have someone. I unfortunately I had that person close in my life that, in a way, sometimes just mocks you, you know, mm. or it imitates you. That is the worst. Remember the movie, The King's Speech. His brother. Remember? Do you see no, unfortunately speech? not. But oh come on, Daniel, <laughs> it's a must. Okay, The King's Speech. Uh, the King's Speech. I will watch know. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the so that's the way that step by step I overcame my stuttering. And and now if I speak English, I would never stutter. It's very, I don't know, very weird, very strange, you know. But if you get very stressed out, if suddenly someone I remember when someone just broke into my house mm-hmm. and they robbed part of my you know, just just you get blocked and all that, and then just forget no English, nothing. Nothing comes. You, you you can't deal with that. You're really excited. You're really nervous. You know. But then, do you think then that it it was a confidence issue or a, a confidence thing that provoked your stuttering when when speaking? It was a lack of confidence. It was yeah. a lack. Yeah. It was a lack of confidence. And then and then saying, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. There is another language that if I speak that other language, I would never stutter. So I've always had this other window, this other room in my house. I mean, these are the place where I could say, wow, this is cool. So <laughs> I like to imitate, I like to imitate people. It's just to, uh, yeah, the, the, I like to sing, I like music, I love English, it's just let's go for it. Yeah. But remember, my English was absolutely null, useless, completely useless. And now I say, let's go for the accent. That's why I, I just, many people say, but yeah, but you don't sound like Spanish. You sound like from other places, but your accent is now Spanish. It's because that is my, let's say, I don't know, it's my um, s- s- life jacket in a way. Yeah, like an alter ego, like, like another yeah. personality. Yeah, that's why now you can read Alma Curtin. So I have yeah. like two names, you know. So I have, okay, then, and that in my case, That's how I overcame this. This is know. this is so fantastic. I I can't believe yeah. it that I am so lucky to listen to you and and Luke missed this opportunity. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he, <laughs> if he listens, if he listens to this, you know, say, okay, I will think it twice. And I would I would love not for me. I mean, I think that there are people that would like to that that, that, that start with you know that there's. I feel alone. I feel like nobody understands, you know, what's going on in my head and all that. And say, yeah, 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 I understand you. I We can share this stuff and all that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then you were always going to uh, Northern Ireland and then back to Spain. For how, how many years did that go? I was, when I was 13, when I was 13, and, and it's just, I think, as far as I know, I went two years to Northern Ireland and then... When I was 15 years old, 16, 17, and 18 years old in Ireland, in the south, in the in Ireland, and then come to Westmeath. It's a 
it's just right in the middle of the country. And then, and then I went to, uh, and this is part of another story, and then I went to Scotland, and then I went to Glasgow just to study architecture. I had a grant, an Erasmus grant there, and then I went to Glasgow to do a year of architecture, and that is where you improve your English and you speak like, not, it's not a street English, you know, it's a more university, more formal. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see. So that is a good point you're making by saying architect, because this is actually the second story you want to tell. So I don't know if we switch to the second story or if you want to add something okay. to, to the Perfect. first no. one. No, no, no. It's just, uh, it's just if someone starters, if someone starters around you, never, never point that out, never remark that, never highlight that, and and then you need to understand the lack of confidence that is going, you know, that is underlying that lack of confidence. Sorry, but it's that, you know, and then and then languages, accents, music. I don't know, but confidence, confidence as the is the base. You know, sometimes it's very, very, very hidden. Sometimes it's, it's not in the first layer. Yeah. So, you know, I am, I'm very, very uh, confident. Who knows, you know, who knows what's happening in the basement or, you know, not in the facade, you know, okay, apparently you're both. Well, so did you also work specifically on improving your confidence I mean, no. intentionally in some sort. No. Was it just uh, you were living abroad and it was like a, a new start, you know? And Now, uh, that had to do, I remember when my parents again decided to, to take me to a different school. Okay. And that was great. Mm, okay. That was great because <laughs> I could start from scratch in Spain. Yeah. In Spain, yeah, yeah. I could start. I didn't have a past. And then from that year on, I was different. It's just people just uh, uh, estimate uh, or just considered me and people valued me, you know, as I was in the present, not in the past. Yeah. And and then, no, 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 no. It's to change. I mean, you need to change. If you do the same things, if you do the same things as you're doing when, when you're a starter, stay with the same people, stay in the mm -hmm. same place. Everything is the same. Nothing of uh, things might not change. You need, you need a change. You need to, you need a click. You need to Do something different. Do something different. Boom. Okay. And yeah. you are a full-time online English teacher. And mm -hmm. you were, as you mentioned before, in the first place, architect. And you could yeah. Yeah. become an English teacher. And we really want to know everything about that. So maybe you could start from the time when you went to university to um, study architecture yeah 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 i uh, that's that is the um the degree that i always wanted to study my father uh, is was an architect he's still alive he's retired and and i and i suggest so architecture was in my was in my blood in a way i did all these the, the degree it took me 10 years i'm on average <laughs> believe it or not 10 years is the normal time to is just to get this degree And great years, great years, great years, great friends, great everything there. And then I was so fortunate to just to get an Erasmus grant to go to Glasgow. You know, that is great. Again, <laughs> okay. the thing of changing, the thing of moving, the thing to, of going to a different place, which is something that, that I have to say that with this, all this Brexit shit and all that, the Erasmus grants are over. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it. I read it in the newspaper the other day. We said, oh, my goodness, what are we doing with Europe? You know, there is no more Erasmus grants to, you know, Scotland England, mm. and all that. But anyway. Yeah, and it's also Erasmus. It's only one thing of a thousand things that is over. It's, it's like a chain reaction, this Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Don't let us go too far into that rabbit hole. So the thing is that I became an architect and, and just perfect. Just uh, doing buildings, you know, and projects and all that. Perfect. But then in Spain, I don't know if in, in your country, but in Spain in 2008, just the telephone stopped ringing. You know, yeah. in the studio, it was collapsed. I remember it was February, March 2008. And, and, then, and then the situation was getting worse and worse mm. and worse. Then I saw myself 
there is a moment when you touch the bottom, when you see yourself going from street lamp to street lamp with one of these flyers, you know, with some cello tape sticking it around the street lamp, just saying, okay, what can I do in my life? A boy is coming, my boy was coming, my wife was pregnant, and I had nothing. I was, I just, I went broke. Okay. So I had nothing. I had nothing. And then, okay, what am I good at? You know, am I good at, I don't know, just teaching, whatever. And then there was a neighbor here. And then I decided to speak English to my son since the moment he was born. Okay. Yeah. That was one big thing. So my, our, let's say mother tongue is English. Okay. And then, and then people hear you with their, with their speaking English and all that, blah, 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 blah. And they say, hey, would you like to teach? You know, but I'm not a teacher. But as an architect, I was very happy. It was really hard to just think of you're an architect. You've been working as an architect for 10 years or so, just building things, doing things, great things, you know, making money. I don't know. Just And then nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. So then you have to be trained. You have to say, okay, what else can I do? I, 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 you need to do something. I'm not a teacher. Yeah. I have no method. I have no method. That is quite hard because you loved to be an, an architect, Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it, you, you're an architect. It's the only thing that in life, just building things, making projects and all that. My father was an architect. There was all life was spinning around architecture. Yeah, okay, I see. Well, <laughs> yeah. You need to, and you know, it just shit happens. I mean, this recession was brutal in Spain. I insist, I don't know, in the rest of Europe. In Spain, it was terrible. And then when you see yourself, Daniel, As I told you before, going from street lamp to street lamp, mm. just with this, and then so keeping an eye on them so that no children would play with them. You know, these things that, that you write down your telephone number and all that. And then it's just to, to, to see if they are still, you know, on the street lamps. Yeah. When you left the night before and say, I have nothing. And then, boys, you know. Then so, something. but one, one thing brings the other because... As I am not mistaken, it was a coincidence, right? Because you were speaking to your son in English and other people could hear that and, and they suggested to you that you could become an English teacher, right? Yeah, they said, would you like to, would you like to teach my son? Yeah. Then I say my favorite answer. Okay, I will consider it. <laughs> it's not yes, it's not no. It's okay, I will consider it. And then I would just go up to my wife and say, they told me that. He came up to me and they said that. I said, and I know nothing, you know, about grammar. I, my English is, you know, I said, so, so you need to say, okay, let's start. Let's, let's do something. And then one thing leads to another. And I remember the moment. And I remember the moment when it was like a turning point. I remember that day. There was, there was a turning point. And, and then from that day on, just my career on my just uh, took a different way in terms of English and my life really changed completely. And did you take some exams? No, 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 no. One of the first things that I tell my students is like, okay, I've not, I'm not qualified. Okay. No, 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 I'm not qualified. You know, it's just when people talk about Cambridge, whatever, nothing. A1, A2, C1, C2, B1. No, I've got nothing. And nothing. So where do you teach or are you on a platform like I took your No, 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 no. no. It's just self-employed. Just yes. uh, it's a words of uh, mouth thing and and just people say, "Okay, oh, there is a guy here." Yeah. I mean, but, but one of the good things and I take advantage of that, Daniel. It's just uh, to say, "I am an architect. I am an architect. I have nothing to do with teaching English." But so my background is different. The, the way I approach English is different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. So it's like, okay, so I've, I don't have books. I don't have, I just love to teach that, but from a different approach. And believe it or not, it's just if you're not an architect, but an engineer or whatever, the approach is different. The point of view is different. I don't, the, 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 your method, the, the, the way you teach things and all that is, is just different. And that is not a weakness thing. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that, in a way, I'm proud of that. And I say that, you know, on purpose. So do you, I say, I'm not, quite, do you I'm not qualified. One to one? Always. Always. Yeah. And yes, I think this is 
pretty unique because you don't promote it. Um, it's no, I don't exist. Word, word of mouth, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a word of mouth thing. It's really great. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I spent some time to remove every single track of myself on the internet. You know, it's just. No, 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 no. I, But what I, about if one listener wants to have a lesson with you? So there is no way? He would contact me. He would contact me. And then I would just adapt to his, uh, I don't know, rhythm of life. I would see. And then it would be an online class. Okay, I see. It would be and yeah. a face-to-face -face class. And now with, with Instagram, I would like to change that because obviously I would like to have five people or four people at the same time. It's cheaper for them, okay. but, you, but, but it's better for you. Yeah. So was there never a point where you wanted to be an architect again, where you wanted to, to work as an architect? Uh, people have asked me that on several occasions, and the answer is clear. Definitely no. Okay, no, 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 never. And, and how come? I'm very right. comfortable... At, I'm very comfortable here. Working as an architect uh, is not as nice as it looks, you know, or sounds, you know, or seems. It's, it's then so you don't have only this, you not only have this phase, this designing phase and all that, then you have to fight, fight in a way against, you know, these, these regulations, many things. So the beautiful things of architecture is, is actually, is very little. It's very little. And then talking about money, they simply don't consider you you know i mean they ask you for discounts and all that and the responsibility is very big it's really big whereas now as a teacher listen you need your english i can teach you yeah it's up to you you know you need to be responsible for this and take it or leave it and then this is the price agreed they i've never had any you know just problem with this i had lots of problems with clients you know just working as an architect and with these people I, uh, people consider me, people appreciate what I'm doing, they value you, They so no way. Yeah, it's it's strange what happens in life, but sometimes I believe that it was really hard back when it happened, the, the ec economic catastrophe. But now, many years passed, I think for you it was a chance. Because it was great. Yeah, it was, it was maybe good. you were unhappy now if you were still an architect. Who maybe. knows? Who yeah. knows? I don't. I, I don't want to say. I mean, I refuse to believe all these thoughts that everything that happens in life, you know, like if the destiny had this for me. No, 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 no. It's just shit happens. Things happens, and then you take away. You are responsible for your what, what you're doing, and and that's it. You make right, wrong decisions, and here I am, just having this nice conversation with you and, and here I am. So the third topic, you already mentioned it briefly, raising your children bilingually. It was a clear decision that from the first second on, you wanted to, to talk to your children in English. And yeah, only in English yeah. or Spanish and English? Just English. Just English. Just, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, this is one of the things, and I give this, all this, I give good advice about this to people who are raising their, or who are planning just to have children. Yeah, this is, this is not easy, okay? Because I've seen, I'm not going to say terrible things, but I've seen things that are definitely not right. Daniel, if you take that, if you make that decision, okay, if you say, I go for it, is I go for it, okay? There is no, no regrets because uh, you could cause a serious damage in your child's uh, brain if you mix languages. So the thing is that the key thing of all this is that always same source, same language. So if you go for English, you will always go for English, at least until he turns five years old that that is when the brain has divided you know has the two grammars in my case english and spanish till then till then there's no way back no way back all right so daddy speaks english mommy speaks spanish the tablet speaks english in my case with my children this is crucial the tablet 
You know, tablet is a tool. Mobile phones are tools, okay? And with a tool, Daniel, you can do great things and you can do terrible things. A hammer is a tool. <laughs> yeah. With a hammer, I could destroy everything or I could fix everything. So it's a tool. So mobiles, the tablets and all that is always in English. It's as simple as that. The boy is not going to say this is English or this is Spanish. The boy is just going to say, boy or the girl, it's just going to say the tablet speaks this. Granny speaks this. Daddy speaks this. And the environment where I am living speaks this. So the thing is that go for it. And then when they were turning, when they turned five years old around that, if there were people around, then I start with Spanish. I start with Spanish and I mix. But once I am absolutely sure that in their brain, they are making this you know, differentiation. This is English, this is Spanish. If you mix that, if the same person speaks yeah. English and Spanish, I would never do that. I have a close case in my family who did that. And it's not, okay, yeah. it's not nice at all. Sorry, guys, for the interruption. If you like this episode, you might also like episode 71. Listen to this. This is Matt from The Spoken English Code, and you are listening to my fluent podcast. I learned my Italian in the street. So speaking about learning languages, I did not take an Italian course. You know what I struggled with the most? This may sound funny, but in the first year, I think, was learning English grammar. <laughs> I was not the best teacher in that first year, for sure, <laughs> because I, I had to learn how to explain. And, and communication is always the most important thing, not the grammar. <laughs> and now let's get back to Alvaro. So the thing is that, so I don't know, the rule is very simple. Daniel, it's very simple, but you need to be persistent. You need to be and naturally persistent. It's natural. You turn on the TV. If you're watching TV, I can watch it in Spanish. But if my boy is watching TV, it's definitely in English. And there is the moment, there is this magical moment. And, and the magical moment is that when your kids uh, ask you, Dad, teach me how to switch into English with a remote control. <laughs> and that moment happens. Okay. And then they say Walt Disney or they say Harry Potter, everything in English. They speak Spanish all the time because it's the language of the environment. They speak Spanish. They speak Spanish. So our conversation is so funny when we're on, out on the streets. It's just. Yeah, I see. English. I see. I'm I love Spanish. that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I, love I don't know if you've gone through that or if you've done that, no. but always. <laughs> Stick to one yeah. language. So don't worry if they go into another house and then they see TV in Spanish. Perfect. But the TV that is at home speaks English. That's a thing. And then they start to, and I'm perfect. And now you need to listen to, not to listen. Now you need to see when my children see television. And I say, are you understanding that? Go and translate what he said. He said, Dad, please, I understand that. I don't know how to translate that, but I understand everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. <laughs> in my case, my father talked to me in Spanish and my mother in Swiss German. <laughs> and the television was in standard German. Oh, really? Yes. All right. And English, where did you pick up your English then? I mean, where was English in your life? Well, when... It came very late. When I was about 17, I had wow. English lessons in school, but in school, they don't teach you <laughs> a lot. I picked it by listening to podcasts and, and watching series. So wow. it's just a hobby of mine because I don't know any person in Switzerland who I need to speak in English to. So right. for me, it's a great passion because I love languages in general. We also had French in school and Italian is also an official language. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's just a passion of mine. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And, perfect. I, 
but why, why, why are you doing this, Daniel? If I can ask you that, you know, I mean, is this a hobby? I mean, yes, is your, yes, it's a hobby. Do you like that? I, mean, I, I love to, to podcast. And <laughs> I began with this project in 2016 because I didn't get oh. the chance to speak in English. The very first episode, really? I had to jot down every single phrase because I was not able to speak freely. And then it was a wow. decision of mine to, to make the podcast and to interview people. And this is my method how I could improve my English speaking, how I could begin to, to speak freely and become more confident because I am an introvert person, very shy right. and so on. And this enabled me also to come out of my comfort zone. And it also helped me in my real life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. a passion. That's... It's a passion. Yeah. And so it's quite recent. I mean, it's just, yeah, three, four years. I mean, it's not, uh, wow. It's, yes, yes. It's great. Great, great. Uh, I don't know. If, if, if you think, I, I don't know. I mean, you can count on me, you know, if, if you want me to, on other occasions, just to talk about the, my methods or the, or, or the one minute pills that I have, you know, or my, that would I don't be know, lovely. Feel, feel free to ask or I don't know. Because it's, actually um, I, I have, jotted down some questions also about the one minute pills because I had a look at your Instagram account and I found that really great and inspiring. So maybe we, we can have a chat on another day. Then we have more time. Perfect. Uh, perfect. If, if you want me to share my method, you know, the way I, the way I teach or Perfect. I yeah. mean, just uh, feel free, please, to get in contact with me. And I don't know. I'm looking please, forward um, to it. Great. Thank you very much, Alvaro. Great, great, uh, great. And it was really great. This hour, <laughs> it, it may sound strange, but I am happy that you didn't make it to the second round. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? What? Well, I don't know. It's just, uh, come on, Luke, do something about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, I'm all yours, okay, for the next time. Great. Just feel free to contact me. And if you want a second part, more specific about English methods, methodology, or different ways and all that, perfect. I'm all yours. Thank you okay. so much, Alvaro. And okay. have a good lesson. And yeah, yeah. And happy new year. All the best for you. And, and hope to see you again. Okay. Thank you so much. So be prepared, guys, for the second episode, but it will take us a little while. In the meantime, you can have a listen to my Fluent podcast, I mean to the other episodes, of course. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And to finish up, here is the feedback Luke Thompson gave to Alvaro's two-minute audio snippet, which he has sent in for the Wispolab competition. Thank you, Alvaro. And I feel like I've, I need to make a comment after this one, too. This was a really strong entry. Uh, brilliant. Um, also, you've done really, really well. Oh, damn it. 16. I, it had to be 16. And I, I guess everyone's going to be like, but why these 16? Why? Ah, it's really, really hard in some cases. All right. Okay, fine. I can't keep on justifying myself like this. But anyway, Alvaro, that was great. That was really interesting. I can hear a bit of Northern Irish accent in uh, the way you speak English, which is lovely. And also, like, well done for overcoming a stutter. Uh, that is very challenging and uh, amazing that you've done that. Um, I'm impressed by you. Um, 